When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. like a machine making more podcasts than you've ever seen now he's finally back for more interviews i hope you missed him because he sure missed you it's the tarrant show the tarrant show now he's all booted up and ready to go it's the tarrant show a simple name or a simple guy Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Taryn Show. I am here this week to talk with Cammy from Big Brother Twenty One, or as she lovingly refers to it as uh, her time in prison. Um, Cammy is uh, is a good friend of mine, and uh, she's she's always wonderful, always lovely to talk to. So we're gonna j- jump right in and uh, and talk with. Cammy, I hope all of you enjoy uh, the conversation. It was really nice. What I what I'm missing the most is uh, apple cider donuts right now. Are you not an apple cider donut person? I've never even heard of that a day in my life. Do they not have them there? I I, I feel like this is a is a New England thing, but like, uh, um, I, I figured like you know on the East Coast, north and maybe uh maybe Maryland isn't isn't uh, north enough. You know what? I consider Maryland the South. Like I consider myself a Southern girl because, you know, South of the Mason Dixon. That's true. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's still pretty high up though. I don't know. It is. The Southern people do not like it when I call myself Southern, <laughs> but you know, you got to take the wins where you can. Also, I feel like Maryland, the most like thing like that that we have is like caramel apples. We don't have, I've never heard of an apple. I'm like, does it taste like apple cider vinegar? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. And I'm allergic to apples. So if it's actually made from apples, then I definitely haven't tried it. Oh man, I love apples. That's what I'm missing. I, I mean, New York is like the apple capital, right? Um, I'm sure they have apple cider donuts in New York, but I guess you can't have apple cider donuts because you, you're allergic to apples. I mean, I'll keep my EpiPen handy. I'll try anything once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and that's uh genuinely one of the things i'm missing is that uh and like apple connoisseurs uh might might uh roast me for this but i macintosh is my favorite kind of apple and um i can't there's none here they don't have them i just know that there's something called a grand annie a, gr- and- <laughs> a granny smith Granny smith and then there's like a honey crisp, honey Those crisp. Are the i know because People i'm like right now and she like mentioned that last episode yeah people really like the honey crisps um cosmic crisp is uh the new hotness i think is that a yellow one it's like it's like an evolution of the honey crisp i think and i think it i think it is red 
Interesting. Yeah. Mm-mm. So wait, Honeycrisps are the ones like if I'm watching like some old Hollywood film and they're like, oh, a teacher's pet. I brought you an apple. That's the Honeycrisp. Um, I don't think so. I think Honeycrisp is a, a newer, um, somewhat newer, uh, I guess. Okay. Origin 1960. So maybe. New. They're coming out with new apples. Like yeah. what will science do next? Listen, Monsanto needs to be stopped because the fact that they're coming out with new apples. I mean, I say this with a miniature dog, but still (laughs) new apples. There's no reason for it. Like there's no reason for a new apple. There's plenty of reason. You always could use more apples. Not me. I could use a few less apples. <laughs> How does an allergy to apples work? Is it like, because uh, I know like a peanut allergy, it's a very easy to trigger. Um, is it, are you like safe around apples? Yeah, so I'm safe around apples. Like I can like touch one, you know, nothing will happen. But it's like the skin of the apple. I guess it's like the inside of the skin. Um, so if, The last time and like the only time that I had a really, really bad reaction, like sometimes I'll have like a little bit like of a scratchy throat or something. If I didn't know that something was like cooked with like applesauce, people do that apparently. But um, the only time that I had a really, really bad reaction was in the second grade. Uh, I just ate an apple. That's how we found out because then we had to go get me like allergy tested. Um, And like my throat closed up, but then I was like vomiting. So it was like very very violent like it was awful and then my neck was like there was like these rashes all over and my skin is very dark but it was like red like you could see like the redness it was like a whole episode it was horrible but then we found out I was allergic to apples and it didn't necessarily it never happened that badly again um but I've only met two other people who are allergic to apples. I just didn't really chance it with pears, but one one of them is also allergic to pears. But I'm like, they're the same family, so I'm not even gonna not even gonna touch that. So, so this, and I don't like pears taste. What's that? I don't like pear flavored things anyway, so I feel like I wouldn't like the way pears taste. Pears are like uh, the inferior version of an apple. I mean, uh, the the taste is considerably, in my opinion, uh, it's it's more muted. Um, I'm sure there are some pear lovers out there that are like, no, 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 you just haven't had the right pear, but, uh, no, I have also the texture. It's like thicker. I don't know. Really? Feels hmm. like it. Yeah. I don't know. The taste is very like distinct. I had this pear like juice at this company that I used to work for in college by who I love. I still drink their stuff, but they had like a pear flavored juice and I hated it. So I feel like pears must taste like that. So probably. Too- <laughs> uh, so, so you had that reaction and you didn't know why at the time. That must have been terrifying. I was seven. I had no idea. I'm like, I, like, I, just, I don't even know what I was thinking back then. But I was just like, I just remember um, we were all just sitting there. And then like, it was like hard to breathe. And then like, I started like, you know, when you're I was about to get graphic, but you know, when you're about to vomit and like your mouth gets like really watery, mm-hmm. it was like that. So I'm like, Oh my God. But then it was like hard to breathe. And then like, I just started like, like it was in class too. So this was bad. Like I'm like throwing up all over the place. Like it was disgusting. <laughs> it was so nasty. <laughs> and then like, I looked like a mutant, like the rash, like it stopped at my chin, but then it was like also on my lips. Like it was horrible. I think I I think we have photos. 
I think my dad took pictures. I don't, I'm never going to show them to anyone though, but I'm, I remember seeing them recently. (laughs) Is that something people even test for like an apple allergy? You just have to find out by biting into an apple. You can test for it. I guess like we went to the doctor and like they did a full lab. So like, and I said like, oh, the only thing I had eaten was like apples and peanut butter. I mean, obviously I was seven, like apples and peanut butter, but like I had only eaten like apples and peanut butter. So they specifically tested for that. Um, And then they like took like a swatch and like put it on my skin, but like nothing happened with that. Um, But yeah, that's how I found out. Bananas and peanut butter. It's where it's at. No, I hate peanut. I'm I'm such a picky eater. You're not into peanut butter either. Mm-mm, I do not like, and you know what? My dog doesn't like peanut butter either. And oh. almost every dog likes peanut butter. Like mother, like son. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting because I'm usually the person that people are like, what? How could you not like chocolate? Um, but yeah, like see, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> are you, are you American? Are you human? <laughs> Who doesn't like chocolate? Uh, me, um, a lot of sweet things, really. I mean, I, I do like fruit, but like, uh, you know, like a lot of candy is like overwhelming to me. I just, I can't get into it. It's I, okay. ice cream. I can't do. You don't like ice, any ice cream. No cake. I don't eat. Cake. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Birthdays were a chore. Wait a minute. Okay. So my favorite thing in the world, you're basically telling me, telling me you don't like my favorite thing ever is like a warm, soft chocolate chip cookie. You don't eat that? No cookies. I mean, I've here's the thing. As a kid, I tried very hard to like all of these things that everybody liked because I felt like a, a freak. Um, so I would try to find like the specific versions like I could I could tolerate Reese's um, because there was enough peanut butter in it that I was like, I can get through the chocolate um, and I could do like peanut butter cookies uh, sometimes or sugar cookies. I could I could live with, um, oh even God, though I didn't like them. Cookies. <laughs> they're not I good, hate, but I, they're so bad. I was just like, they, I no, see, I'm normal. I can eat cookies. Ugh. Ugh, oh my God. They're so gross. Unless they're snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles are so good. They're <laughs> so good. <laughs> I can't believe you don't like cake either, but you know what? I don't like cake that has, well, I don't like anything with surprises. Like I don't mm, like yogurt yes. that has like, fruit at the bottom. I hate that. I don't like cake that has fruit like baked into it. No, I hate cake that has like, um, like some have that like crunchy thing. And no, I don't like that. But I do like when ice cream cake, they have like this specific layer of like, I don't know what it is, like kind of like frozen crumbled cakes. That's really good. Like just that layer. I'll buy the ice cream cake just to eat the one layer. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good with layers, but I'm I'm with you. Like, I don't want to be surprised by like I have a traumatizing experience from childhood where um, like donuts were a thing that I liked, and, but I but only not chocolate donuts, not anything fancy, not anything too sweet. I like plain donuts. I still do. Um, and I could also do powdered donuts. Um, Wait, what is what is a plain donut like a glazed or like glazed? See, I could do glazed, but nowadays I'm like, don't give me glaze. I just want the the plain donut. Yeah, big plain like cake donut. It's it's an old fashioned, is what they often call them now. Uh, But sometimes the old fashioned still comes with glaze, and I'm like, come on, come on, guys. Um, Funny. (laughs) But as a kid, there were there. I I don't even remember how old I was. I was very young, um, and there was a box of donuts on the counter, and uh, there they were powdered, and I grabbed them. I was like, okay, here we go, powdered donut. I can do these. 
took a big bite and it was a chocolate powdered donut and it was uh, it was disgusting i was i was revolted i could i couldn't even look at donuts again for 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 a long time oh my god i've never had a chocolate powdered donut <laughs> i didn't know they made those but you know what something similar happened to me the very first time i found out that they fill donuts with like gelatin yeah i can't, I can't do those i like bit into it and i was not expecting it yeah Oh my God, not us being anti-foodies. I was just looking through because like we're packing up the house that I grew up in and now we're moving. (laughs) But like I'm looking through old um, like photo albums and we're looking through our family trip to Paris when I was like seven or so, 2000. Yeah, so I was like seven or eight. Oh my God, there's so many pictures of me like just like this, just angry and pissed. And I'm like, oh my God, what was I so upset about? And my mom's like, that's when you were on your hunger strike. (laughs) Hunger strike. And she's like, you went eight months and you would only eat spaghetti. So if someone wouldn't give you spaghetti, you were not eating anything. She's like, we had to almost force feed you when we were in Paris because you didn't like the food. But French food is not for everyone. So I can see that. And then there was a point where apparently my dad was so upset that I wouldn't eat that. He's like, fine. We found you spaghetti. There was no marinara sauce. So he put ketchup. Oh no. Yes. On top of my spaghetti. And she's like, she's like, you sat there and cried all night. And would <laughs> touch it. I'm like, why would I eat that? That's so nasty. <laughs> That's so gross. Ew. Oh man, that's funny. Like, uh, at least your parents are trying to get you to eat. I, my, my, my mom would would be like, "You're not going to eat this. You're not going to eat anything." And then uh, <laughs> so that was not great. Um, but uh, so um, you you grew up in the in the house you're living in now. Um. Yes. So we moved here when I was eight, I believe. Eight. Yeah. I, um, what do you, is it like, uh, is it emotional? Like, uh, how long have you been there? Um, yeah. So I've been here since I was eight. So how long is that? 20 years. Like this is my entire like life. That's wild. I mean, I think it was much more emotional when we moved from my first house because I didn't understand. Like I was like seven at the time we like spent a year living at some random somewhere while we were looking for a house. Um, but the first house, like it was like gigantic and like, I just had so many friends and like, I didn't understand like what, like why we were moving and like what moving meant. I'm like, I'm never going to see my friends again. Like it was like torture. Like it was like something out of a movie. My last day of school in like second grade, like they had to like drag me out. I'm like, I'm not leaving. Like I was so sad. Um, And then here, I think just because, you know, I was so, oh my God, when I, when I graduated from high school, I was very like, I'm an independent woman. Like I'm going to college. I'm going to take on the world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to law school Bye. like, I'm buying my own apartment. I like graduated from college. I'm like, I'm moving out. I have my own place. I'm grown. I'm an adult, blah, blah. And then like, things shifted and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to go to law school anymore. I'm going to move to New York and like live my life. And then a month into that, I like wound up on some low budget reality show. And 
And I'm back here in Maryland and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't that bad living here. Like I've, I've seen a little bit too much of the world. I like it here. I love it in Maryland. So now I'm back. And it's like, I think if I was, if I had not gone through like all of that, it would be much more emotional for me, but Mm. I feel like I'm just ready for like a new chapter in my life. So it's exciting. Um, and plus I feel like once I move again, I'm just, I don't really see myself coming back mm-hmm. until I'm like settled in life maybe. Cause I feel like I want to raise a family in the exact same town that I grew up in. Cause it's perfect. Yeah. It is the perfect little community. Um, Columbia, Maryland. Um, but yeah. So yeah, it's not really that emotional for me. It's very emotional for my mom, as you can imagine. She's like, you know, she was like standing in one of the empty rooms the other day. And she's like, I really did well for myself, didn't I? I'm like, are you talking to me? (laughs) Or are you like talking into the ether? (laughs) She's like, I'm just saying, like, I really did that. I'm like, you sure did. (laughs) Well, it's, it's, it's super, that's a super interesting story. So what, um, what made you want to go into law school in the first place? Oh my God. I, so I'm Nigerian. So like growing up, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to turn this off. Um, so I'm Nigerian. So my parents immigrated from Nigeria when they were in their twenties. So that generation is basically like my kids have four choices. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can be a doctor, a lawyer, a pharmacist, or an engineer. And Lord knows I hate anything that has to do with math, like unless it has a dollar sign in front of it, even basic basic math, like kind of intimidates me. Um, Doctor, that's not happening. I hate body fluids. Pharmacy also like combination of math and then somewhat body fluids. Like my mom's a pharmacist and she tells me stories sometimes and I'm just like, yeah, no, like she's giving a bunch of COVID shots right now. She gave me my COVID shot. And like, I remember like, just do it, please. (laughs) And she's like, it's already done. Like I can't, I can't handle any of that. So the only option was being a lawyer basically. And it was instilled in me like very, very, very young. So I think I just got used to, you know, this is like the next step in life. Mm -hmm. And the way that I was raised, like, I didn't realize that it's like eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th, 12th. And then you can decide what you wanted to do with your life. I thought it was like, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th college, grad school. And then you can like live your life. Like I didn't realize it. I didn't, I didn't get it. Cause I was right. crazy. So sorry again. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I honestly, like, I don't know, like I grew up pretty strict, not strict, but like just very structured. So even in college, Like, I remember one very vivid memory shopping, like grocery shopping with my roommate on campus. And I'm like, I wish I could get this cereal, but it's Wednesday. I love um, honey. What was it? Honey? No, waffle crisp. I'm like, Mm. I love waffle crisp, but um, it's Wednesday. And she's like, what does the day of the week have to do with your cereal? I'm like, I can only eat like um, sugared cereals on the weekends. And she's like, why? I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> Cause I always have, she's like, you realize you live on your own, right? Like you can, and this was like, this was like junior year of college. Like I didn't, I just, I don't know. I was like so stuck in like, you can't have soda. You can't have juice. You can't like eat like bad foods until the weekend. So I think it took me a while to like grow up mm. and I was still like, I'm independent but I'm still not going to like, I'm only going to wash my clothes once a week. I'm only going to, you know, like, I don't know. It was hard for me to get into that, like live my own life mindset. So now I'm like full fledged, like I'm going to do it. I mean, I don't know. I might 
be a nomad and live on a commune at this point. I don't know. Who knows? I feel like when, uh, when I was in high school, that was like the, the big talk of, of the town was like, you know, once, once we get to college, we'll be able to do whatever we want. We'll be able to eat cereal any day of the week. Um, did, did you, were you not part of those conversations in high school? I mean, I think it was just like, like a lot of my, oh, this is going to sound so bad, but like all of my friends who were like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing after college or after high school. To me, it was like, what do you mean? You don't know what you're doing. Mm. Like, don't you like, w- like, it was just like kind of confusing to me. And I would just be like, okay, like do your thing. Like I kind of looked at it as them like dropping out. Right. I had no idea that it was like optional. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, like I grew up Amish or something. Like I just didn't know that it was a choice. So well, it, ma- it makes sense. I mean, like when you, when you grow up, you know, you, you have to take your cues from, you know, other people and the people yeah. who have the most influence on your life are your parents. And so, um, like if that's, if that's sort of like the environment that they raised you in, then that's how you grow up. Like that's your reality. Even right. if you are exposed to other things, um, if there's a strong enough sense of that reality at home, I think it, it, you can, you can sort of like live in it. Yeah. And I think just like everyone else talking about things that they were doing outside of like what I thought was like the norm. Um, it was just kind of like white noise. Like a lot of my friends were also like from like foreign countries, like even like my friends who were like East Asian, like they grew up the exact same way. Like my friends who were um, South African, exact same way. Like all of like my foreign for lack of a better word, friends, like we all grew up this way. So it wasn't that many people who were like, yeah, I'm going to, travel to Australia for a year. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, even after college, like, I was just talking to my best friend about this. Like I really, 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 really regret not spending like a year or two after college, just like traveling and like doing a bunch of stuff. Like I did travel for sure. But like, there were some people who were like, yeah, I'm going to be like a sous chef in Paris, or I'm going to like learn how to surf for a year in Australia. And it's like, I shouldn't have done that because I was like, okay, I'm going to go get an internship. And I was like working my ass off, like Mm -hmm. nobody's business. And now it's like, you know, I'm lucky that I was like that back then in a certain way, because it definitely like set things up for me, like at this point in my life. But I regret not having more fun because now I'm like, am I too old to do this? Like, am I too old to just like, you know do this. And I have to keep reminding myself like 28 is not that old. Mm-hmm. Still in your 20s, still can live your life. So yeah, you know, you, you can live your life for as long as you want. Um, yeah. I mean, I, that's, I mean, that's how I've seen it. Like I, um, I feel, I feel like when I was growing up, it was just like, uh, I just always felt like I was like struggling not to drown. Um, and so I was the same way where like, I didn't really, want to you know i wanted to like be okay i wanted to work i wanted to like uh feel secure um and uh and and that helped get in a way me to where i am now uh as a podcaster because i worked so hard um but but now i feel like i have the freedom to uh, to have more fun and do more things. Um, and so that's how I'm looking at it. Uh, I don't think I would have appreciated the fun as much back then, um, had I done it then. So, uh, maybe that's a way to look at it. 
I don't know. I feel like, especially now that I'm like Instagramming, like I feel like the vacations that I went on when I was in my early 20s before I even, I mean, I had an Instagram, but I didn't like post. Like I would go on vacation and no one would know. Like I would never, like I went to Curacao when I was, I think, 21, 22 for my 22nd birthday. I went to Curacao and I think I have one picture from Curacao on my Instagram if you scroll back far enough. But I feel like if I went now, it's like, <laughs> it'll be like, guess where I'm going? <laughs> guess where I'm going, you guys? Okay, so one of the amazing things about Curacao is that five languages. Everyone does. I have like six photos from like a three-day trip. <laughs> Oh my god! I'd be on my story every day, like Papiamento. Like, <laughs> I I I can't even do that. I struggle with that. Like um like I I don't I can't even get into I I like uh, at the very least I would like to have it in my tool set uh, of like if I wanted to, but I just can't. Um, maybe because I can't do it and enjoy it at the same time, which is maybe what you're saying. Well, I feel like it's hard to even like. I feel like. Yes, it's hard to like do it and enjoy it. But I feel like some people have that on lock. Like Mm -hmm. I tried to make a vlog last week, like vlog my life for the week. It's so hard to remember to even pull out the camera. Like It's so hard. And then like, just like, I don't know how people, I don't know how people can just like, I give it up for the vloggers. Like they have it on lock. Like I had to text um, my friend Ika from Big Brother Canada. And I'm like, you know, you guys really are really crushing it because I really committed to vlogging for just one week. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to vlog that I'm going to Home Depot. Completely left the camera at home. (laughs) Left it at home. I pulled out my phone and then I started like vlogging in, um, in Home Depot. The audio came out like completely terrible. I'm like, okay, so this might not be for me. I'm going to try again, but I don't know. It's hard. I tried, I tried it once, uh, going to a live event. I was like, I'm going to document this experience. Um, it might be fun. And I did, but it was super awkward just to pull out a camera. Like it's just, it felt, it felt wrong to me to be like, Hey, I'm filming us now. Um, and then, uh, I even put it together. I didn't think it was bad. I was like, this is actually kind of good. Um, I still have it. I never released it. Um, I never released it because I was like, even though I think this is good, I still feel too weird about this. Like, this wasn't just my experience either. Like, I was other people are involved in this. Like, I can't just release a thing. Uh, that's it's their thing too. Um, and like, I just felt like I'm, and I, I just can't. I, it's not a thing that I feel that I can do. Um, it's just, it's too, it's too weird. I can't do it. Do you get like nervous when? like other people are around watching you take pictures or like recording. I get like a little, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. it's, it's terrible. It used to be my job. Uh, I worked as a, I would film, um, you know, travel uh, trips. Uh, and, um, and as, as it, it was my profession, I was, uh, I was walking around with a camera around my neck. Um, and, uh, like I was supposed to be there as the photographer slash videographer. Um, and it still felt like, uh, let me just quickly sneak one in here so that people yeah. don't notice that I'm taking a photo real quick. Um, because it's just, there's something, I don't know. There's something just, uh, that, that feels, I just could never get comfortable with it. I think I'm like much more comfortable with it now because I think it's like I just have like an IDGAF attitude about it. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I first came 
from like my prison stint back in 2006, um, 2019, um, I was at this restaurant and I had been like given this dress and I'm like, Oh, let me try and get a picture in this dress. Like guys, this dress is from the, the table next to me. This guy was like, and I think, he, I don't even know what, why he was doing this, but he's like, are you an influencer? I'm like, uh, no, I just, I don't know. I'm recording the dress. He's like, hashtag ad. I'm like, uh, it was just so awkward. Like he said it just like that. He was like partnered by, I'm like, okay. <laughs> just so awkward. And then for like months after that, I'm like, I'm not going to do this in public because I don't want that to happen again. It is weird. Like I was, uh, I was on a hike the other week and, um, and I was walking up a trail and there were, there's a woman coming down and there were people in front of me. And this woman said to the people in front of me, like, Oh, uh, influencer up there. Uh, and then I walked a little further and there was a, there was a couple and they were doing like a, like a, like a little photo thing. There was not, it wasn't even, I mean, they were on like a, one of those, uh, you stand on it and it's got wheels and it moves. Oh, um, a Segway. So yeah, they were on a Segway on a trail, which was pretty ridiculous. But like, whatever, like, uh, like they're doing their thing. Um, like, I don't I don't care. Um, and if I, I feel like if I don't care, I should feel fine doing it. But I know that that judgment exists and it makes me self-conscious. But you know what? I feel like it kind of for me, I had to come to realize that like judgment literally comes from anything mm-hmm. like you could be an influencer and people are like, Oh my God, like she's so vain taking pictures of herself. Or you could be a freaking chef and somebody will be like, I can cook better than that. Yeah. Like I should be getting paid to cook. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, so you, um, do you feel like you could go on a vacation and not just, just don't not do it. Like nobody would know. Is that even possible now? Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. I think last year it was last No, I did still kind of record a little bit, but like last year I went on my first solo trip, which I was so nervous to do because I just like, I always think that it's going to be me that gets like kidnapped or like, it's going to be me that something happens to, because I do have pretty bad luck. I mean, (laughs) I went to prison once. So like, I just, I always feel like it's going to be me. So I went on my first solo trip, but I was like, yeah, you got like, I put it on my story just in case I went missing. I'm like, I'm in Miami. Um, here for three days so i'll be back in maryland just just so that everyone knew if something happens but i do think that i could go on a trip by myself i just feel like because i do um i do do some stuff with social media i i don't want to like waste feel like i'm wasting an opportunity Mm -hmm. to like get a nice picture like even if i'm not like being paid to post it like whatever like i do just like kind of you know, documenting things like I like, I kind of regret not having a bunch of pictures from college that I can look back on and be like, that was really fun. Um, I don't have any pictures from college at all or any time before college because like an idiot, I had someone inexperienced at Apple reset my phone and all of my pictures got deleted. Ooh. So now I'm like, I have to take pictures of everything. Um, but last year I went to Mexico with some of my friends and who are also um, they also do some social media stuff. And I think I would want to like, just going forward, just kind of handle it like that. Like we would all like work at the beginning of the day, like wake up very early, maybe around five. I'm an early riser anyway. So it's perfect. Um, And then until about like nine or so, 
work and then for the rest of the day, just like enjoy our time and be off of our phones. So I think that's like the best way to have it set up. Just have like time blocks for when you're doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Just be organized. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I was just telling you, like I went to the, the wheel of time thing. Um, and I don't know when this is going to be released. So this might be very outdated at this point, but uh, I went to the wheel of time premiere in LA and I was like, I should like do a stream from the line cause I'd wait in the line or I should do like something. And then I got there and I was like, nah, I can't, I can't do it. And I just, instead I just talked oh to people and like, um, like I just, you, done that. you know what kind of content I love to watch secretly. No one would ever know this, but like people who people watch, I <laughs> love, like I love watching someone else, like people watching other people. It's like my favorite 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 thing to watch on the internet yeah. <laughs> I love that. what because, do they like, do I was in high school i used to love like going to the mall mm. with my family sitting there and like hmm, someone has a sugar daddy hmm, <laughs> someone has mom's credit card hmm, someone's cheating on their boyfriend like just watching people you know you never know would have been interesting uh there were lots of people dressed up in costumes and stuff so wait it was comic-con no it was just they were just uh dressed up for the premiere because it oh. was uh it's a, it's a fantasy show, so. Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of it. I was going to pretend like I did, but mm. I guess I just outed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect you to. Uh, it is it is like, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I thought it was very good, so we'll see um, We'll see how it does. But um, it's Amazon trying to get their Game of Thrones version, you know. Oh, you know what? I actually saw a commercial for that yeah. yesterday. Yeah, Amazon Prime, I think. I think they have something going on, um, some sort of rivalry with um, they're trying to like break into Netflix's like sphere, which, you know, I think Amazon Prime definitely has its place. But I think Netflix is the Amazon of streaming. So mm. I, don't, I don't see it going away anytime soon. Amazon's UI is just, yeah, Amazon's UI is just way too terrible. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Anyway, back to college. How did you break out of this 
sort of like a mental uh, block of like not being able to eat cereal and, and other examples? Um, it was really my roommate. Like she, one day we were talking about like, Oh, what we want to do after college and blah, blah, blah. And she, she still works for the same company. So she had an internship with a company and then it turned into a job. She loves it there. She's still with them, which is great. I mean, at this point it's been what five years, so it's perfect. But um, she's like, you know, you don't want to get stuck into doing something for your entire life. This again, it's going to be graphic. Maybe I'll get canceled for this. I don't know. But she's like, you don't want to get stuck in doing something that your parents set for you your entire life. And then all of a sudden your brains are on the wall of a motel. And I'm like, Hmm, that's true. Mm. She's like, figure out what you like. Like, I'm like, well, I really like Harry Potter. And she, <laughs> she's like, well, there's, there was this club at Maryland. Um, what what's that Harry Potter game where they're flying Quidditch. around on Quidditch? Yeah, there was a Quidditch club. She's like, maybe you can join that. I'm like, I don't know if I see that happening. But we had one of those at Emerson. <laughs> it's definitely top ranked option. Quidditch uh, college. Were you were you on the Quidditch team? No. No, why not? Wait, are you a Harry Potter fan? I wa- well, it's it's funny that you bring up Harry Potter because Harry Potter was like the first fantasy really any any kind of book that i read as a kid and then from harry potter i essentially went to the wheel of time that was the next one got you so you're not like a lord of the rings is better type uh, of i mean you know lord of the rings is lord of the rings but uh it's not like to my tastes particularly gotcha do you watch game of thrones of course i mean i was super into game of thrones i i uh i had read the books before the show came out um mm. and then i was loving the show up until uh, I, I kind of fell off the show a, a little bit earlier than, than a lot of people did, but then, you know, I kept watching it because I was dumb and I, and now I regret having ever watched it. It sucks you in. I mean, I started watching game of Thrones when I was living in my first apartment. Um, it was season seven that had just come out and like, I'd always heard of it, mm-hmm. but I didn't know, like there was a show that came out when I was a kid. It was called Dave, the barbarian. It was a cartoon of like medieval times. So I thought it was going to be like that, like kind of like a joke. I thought it was like a tongue in cheek kind of show. I didn't realize it was serious. So the very first episode of Game of Thrones that I ever saw was when Daenerys is coming down on that dragon and like blew the Lannister army to smithereens. And I'm like, I can get into this. So I went back and binged the whole thing in like a week. I was obsessed. Oh, man. I feel like that was probably a better experience for you because, um, you know, widely considered to not nail the landing uh, for the show. Um, but you kind of got to, like, uh, experience all the good stuff and then kind of just, like, like quickly get through the rest without having to wait a long time. Yeah. And, I mean, I was still disappointed with the ending, just like everyone else. But I'm very excited for House of Dragons. Mm, yeah, I, I, I am too. Are you a Matt Smith fan? A what? Matt Smith. Huh? It's gonna be. He's gonna be in the in the show. He was Doctor Who. Huh? I <laughs> <laughs> know who that is. It's funny that you expected Game of Thrones to be like a a, a not serious show. I um I had the opposite experience when I first watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where um and I don't know, maybe you don't know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> It's a parody of like the King Arthur sort of like tropey movies. Um, uh, I was at a friend's house and we rented. I was I was wanting like a serious like medieval fantasy kind of uh, movie, and then we got that one. And it was 
so ridiculous. And I was like, this is terrible until I realized it was supposed to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah i mean if you liked game of thrones maybe you should uh check out the wheel of time it'll uh it's it's a lot more magical than game of thrones was yeah maybe i will i don't know i i i don't like like mm, i shouldn't say that because i do love harry potter so i will i will give it a try um so uh so anyway um you were you were not going to the quidditch team no that wasn't an option what what did you do instead um, I dragged my roommate with me to, there was this like, I forget what they call it. I'm like at a loss for words right now, but what is it called when like all of the organizations like set up their like planks or like their like pamphlets and everything. And then like they have someone there representing them, like pitching you to join their club. I forget what that day is called. Like a, yeah. Like a career day. I don't know. Like a, what is it? Something fair. I don't know. Yeah. Like that. But for like, um, the clubs on campus. Yeah. So. Um, we went to that, I think the very next day after we had this conversation and I mean, I kid you not, we joined one club because the guy who they had representing it was cute. And like, we showed up and there were 300 other girls and I'm like, Oh, so we're not, so we're not unique. <laughs> and literally one of the other like co-presidents or whatever, cause that guy was like a co-president the other co-president, he was like, it was students helping Honduras. So like we all went and we went through with it, through with the entire thing. We went down to uh, Honduras to help build like two elementary schools for um, children. And, but the day that we showed up for like, like the first day, the co-president was like, so whether you guys really care about like um, building schools, (laughs) building schools for underserved communities, or if it's just because you think Anderson's hot, we're happy to have you here. And like literally the whole room busted out laughing. It was so funny. And literally there were 300 people in the room, 250 went down to Honduras. I'm like, I don't know if he's that cute to get us all to like stand up in the rain and like sell pizza to drunk college students and like sell cupcakes that we made on Saturdays. But I think eventually like the cuteness like faded Mm. and like we actually really did support the cause. But it's just funny that that's what like got us all there. Bring you in with the sex appeal and then uh, and then hit you with the like, uh, hey, you're not going to disappoint, you know, the, the people who need this. Are you? I know. And the funniest part about it is like when the co-president was like, whether you think Anderson's cute, you could just tell like he was like, like embarrassed isn't even the word. Like he was like humiliated, (laughs) cringing on the inside. Like it was just so funny. He's like, that's not why people are here. People are here to support the cause. No, Anderson, that's not why people are here. Oh, man. So, I mean, did that, uh, did that like, uh, lead to anything? Did you, do you learn anything from that experience? You know what? I think it definitely made me appreciate my life a lot more. Like I stopped taking a lot of things for granted, like just little things. Like they didn't have like fresh water down there or like even like water bottles. Like everyone thought I was so dramatic because I brought two suitcases, one with all my stuff and then one with a whole bunch of water bottles. And everyone thought I was so dramatic, like bringing all these water bottles. But guess, guess who was supplying everyone with water bottles when, when they realized that, you know, drinking what, like they had, um, their version of a water bottle was like a little like heat sealed, like Ziploc bag that you like poke a hole in, you know? So everyone was coming 
to me for their water bottles. But yeah, it definitely um, made me appreciate like the life that I'm blessed to be able to live. Um, And just honestly being able to um, see the way other people live. Like I think a lot of times, like just because um, the news is so like kind of inundated with everyone's world like problems and like everything that's going on in the world that it's easy to kind of be like oh something else is happening or just like turn it off and then you don't have to deal with it or don't have to even know that it's going on so it's nice to see it firsthand so you know what like an actual community is like and different ways that you can help yeah uh so how did what what's the next step on this journey of uh of, of freeing yourself from your 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 strict uh restrictions you know what? I feel like I'm regressing, but it's still progress. I'm moving back to a city that, um, New York <laughs> that I moved to three years ago. And it's literally, if I can secure this apartment, which I find out very soon, knock on wood, that's not wood, knock on wood. Um, it'll be like literally exactly three years to the date that I moved up the first time. So I had to make a promise with myself that if some prison stint or whatever is waved in my face this time, I am 100% saying no, because I'm going to live my 20 something New York life in the way that I should have <laughs> three years ago. Well, so, uh, so what, what, what went into that decision the first time, um, that, you know, you decided against being a lawyer and you, you did that, like, how did that decision come about? Um, so I've gone through with like, applying like getting all my recommendations everything and like the specific school like there were two schools that I was like kind of dead set on going to I mean I guess you can figure it out if you know what city I'm obsessed with living in now but the price was not worth it to me and like I don't know it was was hard to justify paying that amount of money in full like no assistance like no grants nothing like it's hard to justify going into that amount of debt for something that I am passionate about now but who knows if I'm gonna go to like I don't know Rome and decide that I want to paint for a living like and now I have this balloon of debt like looming over me for the rest of my life I'm so sorry (laughs) looming over me for the rest of my life um I'm trying to turn it off on here but yeah. Um, looming over me for the rest of my life. And then like, you know, I can't live my life because I'm in like a severe amount of debt from school of all things. And that's not even one of those like sexy kind of debts that you can like Michael Scott declare bankruptcy for. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so kind of like you, you got to college, you kind of discovered that there's a whole new level of freedom that you never even knew existed. And you're now presented with this next big step and you know that it's going to cost a lot um, and sort of like commit you to that path. Because, you know, once you're in that debt, you now need to work it probably in that profession in order to uh, to to recover from that situation. And you were kind of just like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do this. And so you you went a different way. Exactly. And I think it was it wasn't even really in college. It was much after that, like maybe two years after I graduated from college that I was like, I can only justify going if I can get at least a quarter of it paid like by the institution. And then I can find a way to get another quarter of it paid by someone else. And then I'm fine with paying half of it. But I mean, we're talking about like almost $300,000. Like, I don't want to pay off that kind of debt. Like, Mm. that's my entire life paying off debt. So, um, 
yeah, it was going to be a no for me. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to move to New York. I don't know what I'm going to do, but you know, I'm fortunate enough to have like parents who support me and I've saved a nice amount of, I mean, I was like working my ass off in college for no reason. Like I had no business working as hard as I was in college. <laughs> like, I don't know what, like I look back on it now and I'm like, girl, just go to like a party or something like, and I did like my freshman year of college, I look back on it and I'm like, I don't understand how I fit so much into 24 hours then. And now I feel like the day needs to be like three times as long. Like freshman year I had, I took five classes every, every semester, each semester. I had an internship, an externship. I volunteered. I had a job. Um, I worked in the writing center. And then I still somehow found a way to like party. And now I'm just like, if I can check one thing off my to-do list mm-hmm. for the day, then I feel accomplished. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, all right, I ordered a couch. Good for the day. Oh, that was a good one. Even that, I'll be like, oh, I responded to an email that yeah. wasn't even business related. Oh man, I just responded to a text that I haven't responded to in five days and has been sitting on my phone. Ha, man, good day. Oh my God, yeah. I don't know why it's gotten so much harder as you get older, but then I look at like, I look at like one of my cousins came down, she's at Parsons now and like she just came to stay here for I think like a week and she's she's like my, like the age that I was at. I think she's like 20, no, she's 19. Um, so she was like telling me like her dreams and goals. And I'm like looking at her like, yes, like I love that. But in my mind, I'm thinking I was that young once. (laughs) I remember, I remember what I had when I thought the world, oh my God. (laughs) But no, I love it. Like I literally look at her and I'm like, I hope she keeps that forever because now I'm, I'm just tired. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like though, I feel like it comes from necessity. I think that like. When you're when you're forced to do when you when you have a ton of things that are put on your plate, like when you are traveling or something like that, at least at least for me, like I I can still get a bunch of things done. It's just that, like, I don't want to most of the time. Uh, So when I don't have to, I'm going to take it at a a slower pace and then I'm going to beat myself up about it because I'm so I, I, you know, I used to be more productive and I and you're you're in in our society. It's you're bad if you don't if you're not, you know, producing more, Uh, you know, be a be a better capitalist. Um, But, uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know, maybe it's not such a bad thing. No, I mean, I was just having this conversation with my best friend, like literally last week, if I have two things on my to-do list, neither of them are going to get done. But if I have 20 things on there, they're all going to get done. Like I have to constantly be busy. Otherwise I'm like, like I have to constantly be doing, but that's just my personality. Like Mm. I have to constantly, constantly be doing something. Otherwise I'm pretty much useless. Like I will be watching Netflix. Like if I have one email that's like needs to be sent out by the end of the day today, I need to make sure that I schedule like 15 other things to do so that I know that like, okay, I'm in my stride rather than like, just like, it's just not going to happen. But that's just me. Like, I feel like everyone's different, but if I have one thing to do, I have to find other things to do. I'm totally the same way. And it's been hard to like pinpoint, but you like the way you're describing it is like ringing such a bell. And, and like, for me, it'll be like, uh, like I, you know, for me, like a huge task has been, you know, filling this place up with, with furniture and, 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 and everything. Cause I didn't bring a lot over. Um, and 
uh, and I'll tackle these big projects. Um, like I, the, uh, I, I made the garage into like this, this cool, like gym setup, and I did a bunch of big things in it. Um, and then it's like, well, now there's like one small thing that I wasn't able to do at the time that I was doing the big project. Um, and it's just a small thing. It'll take me 10 minutes tops. Uh, and that will go undone for, for months. Just like, I'll get around to it. Like uh, it's, uh, but I did this whole thing in like two days. But I can't do the one little thing. It's so hard. And it's like, I always tell this to my mom. Like if I didn't have like, I have to write to-do lists. Like Mm -hmm. if it's not, and I don't mean like I need to put things in my organizer. I mean, like I have to put the date at the top of a paper and then put like bullet points. Like that's the only way that it works for me. Like, Like planners and stuff, organizers, like that just, it just doesn't work for me. But like, I have to have like a blank sheet of paper and like, you know, to do list. Cause like the way I am, like, I hate like clutter and mess. So it's like, I know that if, if I have an, a list of like seven things and two things aren't marked off, then I have to keep that paper, but it's going to crush me to have <laughs> paper sitting here. So I'm going to do it that way. I can crumble up the paper and throw it away. But I'm just like, I'm like crazy. So that's good. Yeah. And so I like that. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So. You went to New York and then that's when like very quickly you ended up uh, going, going to prison. Going to prison. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, f- for anyone that's, that's listening that, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't know um, pr- prison uh, does uh, equate to a, a stint in a, uh, in a studio lot on, uh, on the CBS studios uh, in LA. <laughs> for um for uh for what like four weeks five four weeks but laugh now taryn but i would argue that my prison might have been a little bit worse than that one in new york that everyone keeps complaining about i would say that rikers and freaking cbs studios have a lot more in common than people are willing to admit Mm. i you know uh you might be onto something um so I, I imagine that like when that offer comes, you're like, this is what I was thinking of when, like, I'm going to live, I'm going to take this opportunity and and see where it goes. Definitely not. No. No. Okay. I had no idea that like, and I keep like, I keep telling everyone this now, like, I don't know why it keeps getting brought up, but it's it's just so funny to laugh about it now. Cause like now I just see it everywhere, but I didn't even know that like, people got paid on social media. I had no idea like what an influencer was. I, 
I didn't even like I just thought like some girls were like popping on Instagram. I thought like like, okay, yeah, I watch a lot of YouTube. Like I used to watch and still do watch YouTube like it's television. Like, you know, like there are YouTubers that I like follow their entire lives. But I didn't I guess I just didn't put two and two together. So when the offer presented itself, it to me, it was kind of like, okay, this is like. 180 of what I thought I would be doing. And I'm here in a new city. It was kind of like a fuck it. Why not kind of thing. It wasn't like a, Oh my God, I'm going to like, I'm going to plan about how I'm going to have like all these managers that I'm working with after. I had no idea. Like I got off the show or out of prison. I got out of prison and like one of the ex cellmates um, called me and was like, so do you have a manager yet? And I'm like a manager for what? And she's like, for like Instagram. And I'm like, what does Instagram have to do with anything? And she's like, oh, girl. Like, it was like this like pitiful, like she's like, babe. And then she just like sat on the phone with me for like an hour. And I'm just like, what? Like, And like in my mind, I'm like, I can get free clothes. And she's like, you can get paid to wear your free clothes. I'm like, money? Like, oh my God. Like, and like, just looking back, I just feel so dumb. I'm like, I've been following quite a few influencers. How did I not know? Like, there's some girls that I've been following for like 10 years. How did I not know? So, yikes. Okay. So you do, so you do that, you come off and now, now you're, you're, you're looking at this as an opportunity. Um, is it, and were you, uh, like, like when you started to get into it, were you, were you like, this is it, this is good. Um, I can't even say that I'm into it now. Like, I guess technically I am. I do. I think when I move, um, when I move back to New York, I will dive more into it. Cause I feel like it would just be ridiculous not to like, if I'm going to like constantly be posting anyways, like I might as well make it work for me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but even now I wouldn't say that I'm like into it, into it. I think I enjoy, I enjoy YouTube. So I really, really want to dive more into YouTube, Instagram. I feel like it doesn't provide enough. Mm -hmm. Like I like seeing people's lives and how they're living. Like I like seeing people's personalities and like, you know, who they engage with. I like seeing where they go for dinner and like how they talk to the waitress and like just everything. I don't really care about like a picture as much. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I just feel like I get more from like Twitter and um, YouTube than I do from Instagram. So I prefer those platforms and I would want to like work where I like to live. If that makes sense. It does make sense. Uh, I mean, personally, I still don't, under, I'm, I, I'll, I'll probably try to get into Instagram again. Um, I like, <laughs> I, I went the last time I would, the, the previous time I went to LA before yesterday, uh, I did take one picture that I still haven't posted on Instagram, but I probably will at some point. Um, so, but I don't, I just don't understand it very, very well. Uh, and I've never been in, I've never like been on it. I don't scroll Instagram. I don't look at it. So like, it's probably why I'm terrible at it. Oh my God. Same. Like even me that I like try to actually use my Instagram as much as possible. I, don't even get on it and scroll. I, and because I know that I won't just like, I was just saying, I'm just like severely type a, I have to turn on certain people's post notifications. So I don't miss what they're doing. So like, I have like maybe like 40, 50 people, their post notifications turned on. So I can like see the content that I care about, especially now that Instagram has everything like working on some sort of algorithm. I don't want to miss the people that I care about. So um, I have their post notifications turned on. And then if I'm not, 
watching like maybe i'll go from their page to the home page and scroll a little a little bit but if i see something that's like annoying i just quickly unfollow the person and then close the app and head right back to twitter so uh, twitter's so much fun i wish i wish you could make money on twitter as easily as people make money on instagram yeah yeah i think they've i think they've tried right there's like a I don't know if it's it's out yet, but there's like a you pay like pay to follow some. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to work, though. Yeah, I feel like people say like crazy stuff on Twitter to begin with. Like, why would you pay? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, so I uh, so when did you come up with the idea? Because I know you eventually um, sort of like started your own business. Um, when did that come about? So I always plan to start like my own. I wanted to start like just something of my own. Um, back when I was working at the law firm. So what year was that? 2017, 2017, I think when I first started um, with the law firm that I was at the longest, um, I wanted to start a clothing line. But then I'm like, oh, well, you know, since I already had this issue with like separates, long story short, like when I was younger, like bikinis used to always be sold like together instead of a separate. So then I'd always have to buy two and get like one size and whatever women things and then um so eventually I was just like oh well it would be cool if like I could make my own swimsuit so I used to do that when I was in um middle school um I was just like regularly at Joanne Fabrics you know um so I decided it might just be easier to start my own swim line um before actually like trying to dive into like ready to wear fashion which I still want to do I just like I have to be really, really committed and like really in like the right headspace for that because I've seen some of my friends do it. And the way that these fast, fast fashion brands like rip them off so quickly and then sell like pretty much the exact same thing for like dirt cheap is just like, I I don't know if I could like deal with that. Like they, I'm not going to say that they're handling it well because they haven't handled it well. I mean, what is well, you know, when someone steals something from you, but like, I don't know how I would handle it. Mm-hmm. probably the exact same way they handle it with litigation but um yeah it's it makes me kind of not want to but I still I still want to but I'm not sure I have to like really mentally prepare for that cuz that's something that would really really bother me yeah well so uh so like what is the what is the process of of doing something like this so i guess it starts with like the design and then Luckily for me, like I do know how to sew. So I usually just like sew my own sample. And then I'll, I like researched a bunch of different um, factories overseas, um, just through like Alibaba, they work with like several different countries. Um, and then before I send them the sample, I'm like, can you make like a, a sample of this? And then I see like what their work product is like, because a lot of times they'll just use something that they said that they found online and then say it's theirs. Or like, mm-hmm. they'll say like a really good design that one of their like peers has done, like they'll say it's theirs. And like, I don't have time for that. And when I started, it was, um, it was during like right, right, right at the beginning, probably right before um, COVID last year. So I couldn't like go to the factories or like do any of that. Um, 
So there's a fabric sourcer that I did know of through a friend that was in the same country. Um, so I was fortunate enough to be able to source from them. Um, but when I did find the right manufacturer, I just sent them my sample and then they made the exact same one and they sent it to me, both of them. So I made sure they didn't send mine back. Um, and then when I was happy with it, then I had to make the bulk product, the bulk product. Um, and then I used my friends to model which was just perfect because they're not like stick thin. Um, and then we just did like photography and everything and then just with life. So it was nice. Yeah. And, and like, how is that, how has it been like uh, to like, is, is this, is this something that you um, like, uh, is this like your, your thing now, or is it still just something that you're kind of working on? It's definitely, some, it's a work in progress. Like I feel like everything's always going to be a work in progress, but I don't think that I've hit that point yet with like Honey Slim that um, I can just kind of rest on it. I haven't taken any money out of it yet. Thank God. Um, But yeah, I'm still working on it, still selling some suits, still like retailing places. But I think before um, before I put out another like round of swimsuits, I definitely want to make sure I have everything streamlined a little bit more. So I had an issue with like shipment, which I guess you, no one really can control, but just like, you know, USPS losing things and like that whole thing, manufacturer making the wrong sizes, that whole thing. Like it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's a lot of money being spent and I just want to make sure that I have everything in my control as much as I can before I continue. Well, you said you hate math. Uh, I imagine there's a lot of math going on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, not really. Just the money. the money part of it in and out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you don't have to like, uh, like calculate. Uh, I always just imagine when, whenever somebody like, uh, has their own business or they're like selling something uh, or anything like that, I'm just, ima- I just imagine them like, uh, sitting at a desk writing math. Hmm. I mean, I guess I'm very, very good with Excel. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So everything's pretty much done in Excel. Um, oh my God, I can't even believe I'm so good at Excel. Like, I feel like I feel like I should get paid for like being so good at Excel. That's a thing. There has to, yeah, there has to be a job out there or something that's like, sure. But I feel like a lot of companies are like, you need to be um, excellent at Excel and then you never end up using it for anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there an Excel uh, certification that says this person excels at Excel? (laughs) Excels in Excel. I feel like there should be. And I feel like I should teach the class of how, um how to excel in excel because i'm like i'm like the business in excel like that function tab like i'm all about that oh man maybe you'll understand my stock watch formula table on excel um <laughs> <Mad. laughs> uh so uh so you're moving back to new york now um you know you said you're gonna try and post more but like what else is there a plan beyond that or are you just kind of uh again just gonna be like wherever the the wind takes me here my vibe right now is just living life i know <laughs> um yeah no honestly right now i just want to spend like the next year at least just kind of like enjoying my life like i feel like i've never really done that mm-hmm. i've been like in school 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 then like working, working, studying for the LSAT, preparing my like 
law school applications and then working, working. And then like the moment that I'm like, okay, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to prison. So it's like, I feel like I've never had that time where I can just like wake up at any time of the day. Not that I would do that anyways. I wake up at 530 every day, but just wake up and be like, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to do today. I'm just going to like wing it. So I kind of just want that. Like, obviously I'm still going to have like my business and everything, but um, I do appreciate the fact that like social media and then like even my swimsuit line, like everything's pretty much freelance. So the amount of energy and work that you put into it is like the product that you get out of it. And I feel like a lot of jobs aren't like that. So I'm enjoying that right now. I do like structure because I grew up with structure. I was raised with structure. So it's something that's definitely more comfortable to me. But I think if there's any time for me to kind of live my life, it's right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you, do you have any idea like, uh, how it's going to turn out where, like where you're going to go? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll die. (laughs) 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 Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, (laughs) Is there anything you've like watched recently that you're other than, uh, how to get away with murder? Um, what have I watched recently? There was something on HBO, I think. Oh, no, that was last year. The last like new like series that I binged was on HBO. Um, Nicole Kidman was in it. I forget what that was called, but that was really. Oh, The Undoing or something. The Undoing. Oh, yeah. I watched that one. Yeah, that was really good. Um, oh, I should re-binge that. I don't know. I get so like I saw on Twitter that people are like people who have like anxiety or like depression they re-binge shows because they already know the outcome and i'm like is that me Hmm. i it's just comforting watching something that i know i i feel like you know what it is if you know the outcome you can like frame the way that you watch it even though that really doesn't make sense with series because they kind of make it up as they go along Hmm. but i used to do that a lot with books like that's one thing that like alison grotner i mentioned in casting that she was like Um, I was talking about how like with books, I read the last two chapters first because I don't like surprises. And she was like, that's weird. (laughs) She's like, that's weird. You should stop doing that. That defeats the purpose. Like I'll do what I want. Yeah. People like what they like. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm currently rereading the wheel of time. Um, but, uh, but I try, I, I'm the opposite where like, if I'm rereading or rewatching something, I feel like I'm, I feel like I've failed. Like, I feel like the only reason I'm doing it is because I couldn't remember it well enough to, uh, to, you know, to the point where like, cause I can oftentimes enjoy it on a second watch because I, I often forget so much, um, about what happened originally. Um, like I've, I've reread the wheel of time. Um, you know, I, st- I started reading it, I think in like fourth or fifth grade. Um, so I don't know how old you are when you're that, that age, but, uh, uh, what how old are you and now i'm 29 oh you're a year older than me how old i was no no how old are you when you're when you're fourth or fifth in fourth or fifth grade oh nine nine okay (laughs) um so i started reading the series when i was nine and then i've since like reread the whole thing up until the newest one like a bunch of times because like when i initially when i started reading it i there were only seven books out so i read the seven books and then 
Like I got back into it when there were nine books. So I like read the first seven again to read the next two. And then I did it again when there were like 11 books. Um, and, and I've reread it that many times. I've still, I'm still going back to the first book and being like, yeah, I vaguely remember this. Like it's, I'm just, I don't know. All right. Well, uh, this has been very fun. Cammy. I know. I feel like we always get on here and just chat. I know. I, I realized, um, at some point that like we, I never did a proper intro. Um, but, but that's fine. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do an intro. Uh, I'm going to record one and then I'm going to say that we never did an intro and we'll just, we're just going to come right in. (laughs) Wait. So, okay. So are you going to like record a bunch of like interviews and then like release them? Okay. That's my plan right now. Yeah. Because, um, when I was doing this before it was just, it was too stressful to like have to, like get somebody every single week um, or I'd miss one. And then it just became like this very stressful thing. So I want to record a bunch and then, and then release them. And then that'll be like a a group, a new grouping of interviews. Gotcha. This is so fun. We should do this again. Yes, I agree. We should. Uh, Anytime. I know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it was so nice talking to you. Yes. Thank you so much, Kemi. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. And there you go. That was Kemi from Big Brother 21, uh, amongst many other things. I, I hope you all enjoyed that uh, conversation. And uh, and uh, I hope that you're enjoying the revival of The Taryn Show. Next week, I'll be talking with another good friend of mine, Brendan Meyer. He is an actor who was in the OA. He was in a movie uh, with Nicolas Cage. We played a social strategy game called Sequester together, and uh, we did pretty well. But we talked a lot about his journey as an actor, how he got to where he is, and it was a lot of fun. So check it out. You can, of course, always find me on uh, Twitter at ArmstrongTaren or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Armstrong, where I... Chat with people, play games, do all kinds of fun stuff. Watch shows with you. Um, you know, all, all all the good things that happen over there on Twitch. So make sure you find me there, and I will see all of you next time. It's the Taron Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.